prosperous volunteering here, digging the place up to plant some stuff, they dug up a hogshead. Okay. <laughs> All right. That matches the secret queen's knowledge. That's that's impressive. And we're right by a, a train, as you can hear. So it's we're 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 deep into Queens here. This is not. You're not gonna find this place by. Uh, oh no, that's okay. Thanks. <laughs> Not gonna find it. Yeah, uh... this isn't on the map. <laughs> There's no. You're not gonna stumble into this place. This is not gonna happen. Where are we gonna start, Joe? Uh, why don't we start with Trump World and, and uh, oh, Trump World. Uh, you know, there's so many things going on here. Oh. You know, there's Trump throwing his uh, uh, fits about Cohen and uh, oh, the whole Putin thing, which we've not. Oh touched God! Like, go, I, I feel like there's ancient history of it. Like almost him is. going to see Putin. It, I know. It was, it was like a week ago, and, and there's been five thousand stupid things that have happened since. Then. It's impossible to keep up with this guy. It really. Yes, I, I think that's probably the moral of the story here. You can't keep up with them. There's more pablum every fucking day. Every, yep. More shit being spewed into the uh, Twitter sphere atmosphere. No one, no one can remember. Like you, you, I, I, I bookmark things on my computer, and I'll go to find something else and go, oh my god, I forgot about that crazy event that would have ended anyone else's presidency. And that was four months ago, and no one remembers it now. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Like, right. the the one that killed me, what we talked about last time, when he thought people from the Korean War were still alive. That's, um, you know, or the parents, the parents of Korean War soldiers were still alive. And, and, and this week it is, um, you have to show ID to get groceries. You have to show ID to get groceries, which was great because Sarah Sanders said, well, he meant alcohol, but he doesn't drink. He, he just, he has never been in a grocery store. No. Like, no. that's, You've, that's what Don, Donald Trump. Donald Trump's never been to key food. He, he doesn't know what a key food is. No, he's not a King Cullen or, or uh, you know, Stop and Shop or Kroger or... Bath, uh, yeah, Pathmark. Or, Pathmark. Or even Trade Fair. Tra- no. If he was a real Queens person, he'd know Trade Fair. He but would. That's, that's but how he, you know he's not a Queens person. No, but his entire life has been escaping the Queens thing. That yes. he's not... He's angry that people think of him that way. Yes, and he's angry that, like... His dad was all about, like, outer borough real estate. He had to be in the city, which yeah. is what we called it. Manhattan, Work Island, right. the city. Right. Now we call it Work Island because who the fuck wants to go to Manhattan? Exactly. So and he, he knocked down the, um, that, that, uh, to build Trump Tower, he knocked down that, uh, old department store that was there. This is a very famous, um, uh, Shit, 19, oh, man. All right, Google this, people. Trump Tower used to be a very famous department store, and it was knocked down by Trump to build his ridiculous gaudy tower, um, and and then just so he could you know be in Manhattan, and that's the whole point. Yeah. But it's impossible to keep up with this guy. I mean, Helsinki yeah. is insane. The the idea, all I'm going to say about this is the idea that Donald Trump, you know, obviously quickly going senile, TV reality star, was alone in a room with a man who was a colonel in the KGB. Mm-hmm. A colonel in the KGB mm-hmm. for what we think was like two hours. I mean, that that just... <clears throat> I, Arlington National Cemetery was just... You could have powered the entire city of D.C. with all of the Cold War military people just spinning. Rolling. Just spinning. Spinning. Forget it. Holy Forget shit. it. You could have powered every city on the East Coast with that with that power. My God. 
And what's hilarious is we're like two miles from like Trump Tower, where we're physically sitting. Right. And you still, like, even the proximity doesn't fucking matter. It's, he's, he's just out of fucking control. Yeah. No, it's insane. No. So, senile crazy guy. Yes. Um, so to hell with him. Uh, Betsy DeVos was in the news. Betsy DeVos! This is great. Uh, okay, so uh, people probably don't know this, but I am a flag nerd. Um, it's called Vexillology. It's the study of flags. I love flags. I have uh, probably 65. I have a lot of flags. Okay. I have a lot of flags. I started collecting them when I was a teenager, and I'm really super into them. So Joe discovered this. And and I didn't know he got me on this one, which which no one in my family has let slip, because people will try to get me on things, and I I'm never. It's been a long time since somebody got me. So Joe found this picture of Betsy DeVos, one of her, so how many like yachts? 10, 11 yachts? How many yachts? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's something wrong when the Secretary of Education has a number of yachts that you can't count. That that <laughs> that seems that seems wrong. Ones that need, like, 12 staff people to properly operate. Yeah, that's... Yeah, because what happened was somebody untied it. Yeah. Let and it loose in, like, oh, some river in Ohio. Let it... Oh, it's on... No, she's on, the, she's on the lake there. It's on one of the Great Lakes. It was yeah. on... Um, uh, I forget what which Great Lake it was, but it's the one that's right across from Ontario. Ontario. So it yeah. just floated off into the lake... Uh, and they had to go catch it, and it like crashed into the dock, and it did like a hundred thousand dollars worth of damage, which is fine because it's like a forty million dollar yacht, like whatever. Yeah, who cares? But but the big story here is that the flag on this yacht. Yeah, which was interesting because it was obviously not a United States flag. It was. It is not. Um, it is not. You know, British colonial looking flag. Mm-hmm. So to set off like a good. Uh, uh, my uncaffeinated brain thought really ridiculous thoughts. No, this was awesome that you thought this. I, at first, I thought it was the Kenyan flag because it kind of looked like it. There but was the, like the, the Kenyan red colonial line flag, thing. Yeah, yeah, Kenyan colonial, which would have meant you know, like maybe they're trying to troll right, fucking Obama here and right. say that oh, it is the secret Kenyan flag or something. Right. Yeah, but that would take an education. Yeah. <laughs> Which, these, <laughs> which Betsy DeVos well I mean yeah, a non- I was overthinking yeah so the flag <laughs> the flag that we're talking about here people is a is a what's called a red ensign uh, it's British so the British flag is in the upper right hand upper left hand corner and the rest of the flag is red field and then there's usually a seal in the field uh, this is a maritime flag this is not supposed to be flown on land this is really only for um, the British Merchant Marine or the British Royal Navy or it's, it's something involving flying this flag has a lot of uh, positive aspects to it in that uh, you're, you're under the protection of the crown. So this is not something that is like, she didn't just go to a random flag store and go, ooh, give me that one. This is not, there's a lot of thought went into this. Yeah. So the picture that Joe found was not super clear. And I could tell it was a red ensign, but the symbol on it was obscured. The, the, the picture quality wasn't fantastic uh, and the seal was obscure and there goes the 725 to Massapequa there's a whole bunch of people going out to Long Island poor bastards so it was difficult to, to ascertain what this was because as you know a lot, many uh, former British colonies uh Use the British ensign, which is the British flag in the upper left-hand corner, the Union Jack, 
and then the field would be blue, but on the ocean, it's red. So they all had a red variant. Um, the only people who use the red variant today, all the time, is Bermuda. And it certainly wasn't Bermuda, because that's a very, the seal was super complicated, it had a turtle in it, and all this other crap. But we put this out to the internet, and a bunch of people uh, came back to me and said, I think it's the Cayman Islands. Which makes a lot of sense, because apparently the Secretary of Education owns property in the Cayman Islands. Which, yeah, that's totally normal. Yeah. Drain the swamp. Absolutely. And why do they own property in the Cayman Islands? Notorious fucking tax shelter. <laughs> I was going to say, yep, that's that's uh, <laughs> what, what the members used to call offshore banking business. If you haven't heard that song, go look it up. It's fantastic. Um... That, yeah, that's so how much fucking money do right. the devices have? How are the devices yeah, hiding it? Sure. Now, the thing that's amazing about this, so I look it up, and the the red ensign that I found had a very complicated uh, seal on it and was not in a white circle. And the only thing you could see on this picture that I found was that the seal was in a white circle, which, which disqualified, like, everything I thought that it was. But... A friend of mine found out that they still use an old one, which has the white circle. So I'm 99.99999% sure, so is everybody else I showed this to, that this is the flag of the Cayman Islands. Now this is hilarious, because you're flying the flag of the Cayman Islands, which is a British protectorate, yeah. which allows you, the, the uh, ostensibly and technically, the benefit of the protection of the Royal Navy on one of the Great Lakes. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, people, the last time the Royal Navy, the British Royal Navy, floated a boat on the Great Lakes was in a little something we like to call the War of 1812. Yeah. So, it, it yeah. And, and it's actually a little insulting here because, I mean, for a whole bunch of reasons, but, you know, especially when it comes to, like, British Navy. I just want to throw this in there. I was just writing about the Brooklyn Navy Yard, and apparently... The majority of the people who died in Civil War did not die on the battlefield. They died in British prison ships outside of Brooklyn Navy Yard. Yeah, so, during the Revolution. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they had. Yeah, they had the hell ships. They had. Yeah, they they didn't want to keep them on land. Yeah, and they floated them. Yeah, they had these these prison ships. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, they died of scurvy and malnourishment and all manner of stuff. Um, so, you know, never mind. You know, I the mean, the British Navy is basically what the, the bosses want to be associated. with. I was going to say, I mean, nothing well, against. Just kill I mean, you know, we, we love the British. There's nothing <laughs> against the British. I mean, they did burn the White House. The other, the other funny thing is, during that war, they burned down the White House. Yeah. So it's funny that these people spent eight years screaming that the president was not really American, and then these doofuses on a Great Lake are going to fly what amounts to a British flag. Like, are you not proud of America? This would be like if you had, you know, if you were one of these, like, hardcore Republican senators and, you know, you drove a Subaru. Yeah. Like, you know, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? No. No. You, you better be driving a Ford. Yeah, you better be driving a Ford. Like, what's what's going on here? So, yeah, Betsy DeVos has a Cayman Islands flag on her super yacht. One of them, anyway. The one that's in Ohio has, yeah. a, has, a, has a Cayman Islands flag. So, yeah, that's... That's all. There, there's many levels of wrong there. So many levels. So many oh levels. God. But thank you to the internet and all our internet friends for helping us solve that mystery. Yes. To yes. talk shit about Betsy DeVos. And I'm correcting my uncaffeinated brain that morning. 
Because I mean, you that could was the first flat no. You had a good like, no. You yeah, had a wow. yeah, yeah. No, you, I didn't realize I had, you had a good thought there. It had slipped my mind that there were all of the other variations of British. There's thousands. I mean, flats, listen, we I'm we like, could do a whole ooh, show it's on a whole thing that I don't know shit about. <laughs> we could do a whole show on British flag. Like there's there. Well, the the state flag of Hawaii has the uh, Union Jack in the upper left-hand corner and has a bunch of... The stripes are red, white, and blue, but they're in not in um, identical sequence, and that's because the Kingdom of Hawaii, when you remember Hawaii was its own country, um, when Captain Cook landed in Hawaii and they killed him, uh, <laughs> the Hawaiians killed Captain Cook, which is funny in Australia because he's like the main dude in Australia. <laughs> like, Sorry about that. Um... They presented the the uh, the Hawaiian king with a. He thought the design was. I mean, it took immediately an iconic. The, the Union Jack is one of the most recognizable symbols of humanity. I mean, it's like Coca Cola. Like yeah. you see, you know exactly what it is. For years, the Kingdom of Hawaii used the Union Jack as their own flag. So when they became a state, they kept it and they put it in the upper left hand corner. It's kind of interesting considering you would think that would be like you know a. a, a yeah. New England or some, somewhere in New England would you would use <laughs> would use the Union Jack, but we don't do that because we shot at them. So whatever, um, too busy we're too busy shooting. We're too busy shooting them, but being killed by them. Exactly, there are there are dozens of countries that that Fiji, a um, lot of places in the Caribbean. Mm. There's quite a few countries who still the Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, uh, the, the Falkland Islands. The, well, yeah, well, yeah, because they're <laughs> they're still in the yeah they're 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 a protector. They have a great they have a great flag. Uh, it's it's uh, it's blue. It's the blue. Pretty sure it's the blue ensign. It's upper left hand corner is the Union Jack, and then the field is blue. And they have a sheep, and they have a scroll that says "Desire the Right." Love that one. Wow. That's a yeah. That's intense. Um, but I think Australia and New Zealand are probably the most famous examples, and both countries have have diddled around about removing the the Union Jack from their flags. And uh, New Zealand just spent like a whole crap ton of money uh, trying to come up with a new flag, but no one could agree on one, so they just stuck with the the one with the Union Jack. So there are a lot of countries <laughs> that still use it, but this one was red, so that that's super rare. That that narrows it down quite a bit. Yeah. Goddamn Betsy DeVos. And her fucking Cayman Island pack no, shell. No, seriously, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, this would have ended anyone else's presidency, man. Like, I, I, I feel like if if Barack Obama had like a Cayman Island sticker on a moped, that would have that would have been more than enough for Fox News to have two months of why isn't Barack a real American and you know how dare he. This, this is a nice segue into Barack Obama. So yesterday, I don't know if you caught this, he endorsed a whole bunch of Democrats running for Congress, and most of them are in contested, contested races. But one that he did not endorse was uh, over here in Elmhurst and Woodside and etc., Alexandria Cortez. He did not endorse. He did not endorse her. Which... Barack... Now, you could say a few things here. Uh, it's not a contested seat. Like, she's going... No. At this point, she's going... She won the primary. Yeah. Kicked Mr. Crowley's behind. Uh, which, he, which, by the way, you heard here first in episode two. <laughs> yes. We, we, we all saw that. Everyone here saw that coming, except for, like... The rest of America. The rest of America. Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, when I, media, when, I like, went, when I went to vote... My voting, my voting place is at a high school, and when I go to vote, there it's you know it's unfortunately primarily old people 
um, predominantly white, uh, predominantly white old people, which is not, by the way, the makeup of my neighborhood. My neighborhood is predominantly not white and predominantly not old. Um, this time when I went to vote, it was, it, I was one of very few Caucasians and I was probably on the older side. There were tons of young people. There were tons of... The police officer who was standing there was like, I've never seen it like this. <laughs> it was ban- it was bananas. I had to wait in line, which I've never had to do. Especially, it was about a 10-minute line. Especially at, like, a June primary yeah. for Congress. For, yeah. Like, I mean, this is a random thing. Yeah. She did a great job getting boots on the ground and getting people out of their houses and energizing the minority communities to come out to vote. Um, it I mean, it was very impressive. Even a lot of white kids, um, like uh, North Astoria is part of her district. They, yeah. All of them went out. And I'm like, yeah, I could see that because uh, having lived, having, uh, and, and no offense to my Greek friends here, but having lived in that neighborhood for 10 years, I lived uh, like right off Dittmar's, the old Greek people own all the houses and yeah. they have like two or three other floors that they rent to younger white people who are all pretty progressive-minded from right. conversations I've had in right. the neighborhood. So that didn't surprise me at all. Right. Um, Astoria, Astoria, for people who don't know this, is like basically West Athens. It, it's, <laughs> it's, yes. It is the most Greek place in America. Yes. It's, it's, if you want Slovakia at 4 in the morning, we can hook that up for you. Yeah, we got it. Come, come on down. But yeah, so she whooped his ass. Anyway. Yeah. Did not get did not get endorsed by the Barack though. No. And and at first I was I like once I saw that I was like, really? And um um there's a reporter friend of mine who was like Are you like really? Like are you worried about this? Are you annoyed by this? I'm like, Yes, it sends like weird optics. Yeah, like it's odd. Like uh, do you not want the party quote unquote unified and um they don't, you know. The corporate Dems want no, what the corporate Dems want. And yeah, I, they... I, I hate to get into conspiracy theory stuff, but I, I really feel like, as as a, are you saying I'm going into corporate? Uh, no, no, I would never. Us get into conspiracies? What yeah. are you talking about? I, I the, to me, the 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 Democrats have a have a crippling fear. That someone is going to call them communists. Now, never mind the yeah. fact that Republicans have been calling them communists since before I was even born. <laughs> before either one of us was even born. Yeah. Republicans have called any centrist, middle-of-the-road, barely leaning to the left because it's windy, a full-blown Marxist. Yeah. But but Democrats will bend over backwards, breaking their own back, to show you that they're not communist. Um, and I feel like because she is an avowed socialist... Which, by the way, is not a communist. And if you think socialism and communists are the same thing, this is not the podcast for you. Um, they're so mortified yeah. that people who already hate them, who already hate them, and will never vote for them, are going to say, oh, Venezuela, they're communists. Like, they're going to try to keep her kind of at an arm's length, which is sad, but unfortunately is like, you know, I mean, you know, Democrats are great at, at uh, you know, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Exactly. So, uh, the the other school of thought here would be that he didn't endorse her because 
that would be all you would have seen on Fox News today, which yeah. I would have been fine with. That would have been awesome. I mean, oh, they bombed by the socialists. Oh my god! I mean, that they talk about them. They, fucking hilarious. They talk about them all day. You would think I I went to a, a business the other day that will remain nameless uh, for my job, which will certainly remain nameless. And I had to spend about 45 minutes in said establishment. And Fox was on every television. And I haven't watched it in, in a good long time because I am not a lunatic. And if, <laughs> if you were from Papua New Guinea or Mongolia or Azerbaijan or, you know, one of those countries. And you were dropped into this, this business. You would think two things from watching 45 Minutes of Fox. You would think, number one, that Barack Obama was still the president. 100% you would think he was still the president. And number two, you would think that Hillary Clinton was basically the co-president. That there was some kind of, there was some kind of joint rule going on. um, And that Christianity had been outlawed. And this broadcast was coming to you from some sort of secret bunker like deep within like you know uh contested territory yeah like this was coming to you this was like a secret you know this was like the radio they used to broadcast to the french partisans in world war ii (laughs) it was amazing it bore no relationship to the reality i could see by looking out the goddamn window yeah. So yeah, they totally would have done that, and I think I honestly think that that's what they wanted to avoid, because for yeah. some reason, and the th- a, a quick aside, if you go to the Macy's Day Parade, and you should, something you got to do. Fox News is here in New York, and every year I have a spot, and now you obviously know where it is near Fox News. That's my spot. I get there early. I set up. I got my lawn chair. I got you know. I bring my I bring my cooler. Don't look in my cooler. Um, <laughs> I'm there early, and every year, without fail, there are people not from New York, uh, not from the Northeast, who are from the Midwest and the South. And I am not attempting. I have a lot of family in both those places. I am not saying everyone there is from was like this, but they are shocked that Fox News is in New York. Because to them, New York is code for a bunch of stuff. Yeah, like, oh, and they, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Uh, anything... Sanctuary, city... Yeah. Communism, communism yeah, whatever. BLF, yeah. Gay communism, MS-13, you know, this is whatever. And they're stunned about this. So and that, that that's just something that, that, like, really bothers me. Like, I, it just blows my mind that, that Fox is here in the most multicultural city in America and just constantly is pumping out pure insanity. Pure pablum. It's absolutely nuts. But yeah, so I can see that that, but I can see why that they would be worried about that because they, for some reason, think that anyone who watches Fox is ever going to care. But anyway. Yeah. For real. So. So. Barack did not endorse our, our, our buddy. Yeah, so, well, you know, fuck Barack, because, uh, we can... you know, I I don't know. I mean, Barack is not a bad guy, but uh, he could have done some things better. He could have done some things worse. Yeah, I, he could have uh, done... Compared to Trump? I, well, better. that... <laughs> better. You know? 
I, Hillary, I, I kind of hate Hillary, but I'm, compared to Trump, awesome. I'm not, great, yeah, wonderful. I'm not, I'm not a Hillary person, and uh, and and it has nothing. I'm not. It has nothing to do with the fact that she, my number one objection to Hillary was that it, it's just it. A woman should have, a woman should have been president years ago. Yeah, let's get that out of the way. Yeah. A woman should have been president years ago. It is not that she is a woman. I, I, it to me. It's it's old news. It's it's a it's almost dynastic. We're just going to trade back and forth between Bushes and Clintons yeah. un- until we run out. Yeah, no. And as a history person, and I am a huge history dork, as Joe will tell you, that never goes well. You know, you, you yeah. don't have to look at too far. You go to India, the history of the Gandhi family. This it's just bad, not bad news. It's bad news. Like it's, it's purely, uh, optically. Like, it doesn't look great. I and I voted for Hillary. I don't want to tell you right now. I voted for Hillary because I I'm not. I mean, I'm way off to the left, but I'm not gonna you know vote for like you know Chairman Bob Avakan and the Revolutionary Communist Party or anything. Speaking, <laughs> you know, cults off on the left. I, I know all about them. Um, but that's you know it, it's. You weren't gonna vote for uh, who's the guy with the boot on his head. And he wanted to give Oh, Vermin Supreme! Vermin Supreme! Yes. Yes. yes! I can't believe this is the first time we've mentioned. We should have mentioned. We should get Vermin Supreme on the for goddamn real, show. For real. If we were filming this, if we were recording this in the 90s, we'd be talking about Admiral Stockdale, who's raw Hell yeah. Rose running. Hell yeah. Right. And what, he said, he's like, oh, I turned off my hearing aid during the debate. That was what's, like the what's best his face? debate moment. LaRouche. Ever. And LaRouche. Lyndon LaRouche, oh who runs God. every wow. year since the 50s. Yes. That dude runs every year. The proto candidate, he runs every year. Lyndon Larouche. I went to college I with a kid. This I, I went to college with a kid who dropped out of school to be a full time Larouche guy, and I it was amazing. It was amazing. God bless. I, he's probably still out there. God bless you, wow. Phil Jones. If you're out there, I I remember you. Um, <laughs> that dude was amazing. Anyway. So what, what? I mean, how do we? Are we upset at Barack? Are we? What? What are we? I, I don't know if I'm upset at him. I mean, I strategically I get why he would want to endorse candidates in contested elections, yeah. and why he might want to not say anything about what happened in here in Queens just yet. Uh, but it's also August. Like, yeah. if you're gonna make a statement like that, who cares? It's fucking August. Yeah. Get behind the fact that. Just get with the reality that you have kids growing up today who have been, like, living with being shot at in school. You've got people growing up today who they don't debate if there's climate change. They don't debate if, like, gay rights are something that these are people givens. should have. These are givens. Yeah, these are just given norms. These are given norms. Which you want to... Which is good. Yeah. Which is good. We're but moving, that's, you know... We're moving... As a society towards the left, and our politics are going towards the right, and the fucking Democrats are—they're are, like, oh, let me catch up to the fucking the middle, the, the mythical the, the, middle, the, the centralist, the mythical middle, which is yeah, you know, and the and third what, way middle. Oh Fuck god! You. Oh no. my god! Which blows my mind because it's amazing how what's happening in 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 my view is people on the far right and even the middle right know. That their beliefs are are dying, for lack of a better word, and they know that the kids don't care. They they're they're having a harder and harder time, and and that's why they employ, and they do employ, uh, they're paying people like Charlie Kirk, and these other morons, 
uh, to espouse these right-wing beliefs because they they know that they're losing. They know that the kids don't care. They know that kids are growing up in a world where everybody knows a gay person. They don't think that touching a gay person is going to set them on fire or, you know, whatever. <laughs> or make them gay. Or right make away. them gay or themselves. Or give them HIV. I mean, or exactly, or <laughs> give them HIV. I mean, you know, I remember when it was a big deal when Princess Diana, like, touched that guy who had HIV. Yeah. That, and that man, he didn't even have AIDS. The guy, as far as yeah. I remember, he didn't even have full-blown AIDS. The guy had HIV, and she touched him, and that was a huge deal, right? Even in my short lifetime, in Joe's short lifetime, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not young anymore, but, you know, speaking in larger historical terms, yeah. we're, we're historically young. Um, historically young. When it's a new term. So, in our short lifetimes, it's gone from, you know, gay people are to be, are, are, are bizarre and, and shunned and, and, you know, this, this weird thing to where, you know, everyone's watching Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, which is in its second incarnation. Yeah. You know, and is huge and is based in Georgia now. For the yeah. love of God. <laughs> Based in Georgia. I have family in Georgia. They go through towns I know well. I'm like, oh yeah, off to the left there? That's my cousin's house. Well, you know. So they know that they're losing. And what they're trying to do is carve out, you know, a space that they can be legally bigoted. Yeah. They want to carve out this whole Jeff Sessions. Who, by the way, if you don't know this, the, the Republicans of the 1980s. Of the 1980s, thought that Jeff Sessions was too racist to be the Attorney General. In the 1980s. Yeah. Let's ran that right there. Not the Democrats, the Republicans. I mean, okay, Jesse Helms was alive when this occurred. Okay? <laughs> Strom Thurmond could go to the bathroom under his own power when this occurred. Strom Thurmond. Oh my Strong God. Darby. Oh, we're, we're, yeah, no. we're, 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 you know, we're, we're, we're bringing it back. So his, his bringing this religious freedom task force, which totally sounds like something from Escape from New York. Yes. Very that's, much so. that's Escape from New York Snake shit. Snake Plitzkin. Snake Plitzkin. Ripping up, he's ripping up that cassette tape for Donald Pleasance. <laughs> they're trying to carve out a space because they know they're losing. So they're like, you know, what we got to do while we're all alive. And we have the money and the power. We have to carve out this space for ourselves so we can be legally bigoted. Yeah, it, it's and, it's and they're trying to hoard as much money as they possibly can absolutely. so that they can keep doing this even if the politics go against them. They can still have their money offshore, like Betsy DeVos. Like Betsy DeVos, exactly. I want to go hit really quick circle back on the gay thing. Do it. The gay thing. That sounds horrible. Gay, that's really bad. <laughs> That's. Uh, he didn't mean it that way. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't mean it that way. You'll see where I'm going. The gay thing. Way back in the day, Andrew Cuomo's dad, Mario Cuomo, ran for mayor of New York City. Um, he ran against Ed Koch. This was in like 1979, 1980, if I remember yeah. right. Um, the late, unofficial, late 1970s. Yeah, the unofficial uh, uh, campaign slogan for Cuomo was Mario Cuomo was. Vote for Cuomo, not, not the, the homo. homo. Yeah. Ed Koch was gay. So yeah. if I, Andrew I, Koch loses this year to a lesbian, Andrew that Cuomo. would be fantastic. Yeah, Andrew Cuomo, Mario's son. If he loses to a lesbian female, no. I would love that. That would be fantastic. A bi- well, it's bisexual? Is she... Whatever. No, no, she's just straight up. She full on? Uh, All right, what? I, I believe Mario. Uh, if she loses to... She's a LGBTQ plus whatever you want to put on the end of that. Um, 
Yeah, that would be pretty. Yeah, I didn't know Ed. And if you didn't grow up in New York, or if you're not familiar with the city of New York, Ed Koch is as towering a figure, especially to people like Joe and I who were born in the '70s. Ed Koch is a a, yeah. a, a giant um, in, in our minds. He was the mayor forever, um, and he did everything. You know, he did a lot of stuff. He wasn't perfect. He had a lot of problems. He wasn't perfect, but he rode the subway every day, and he and he would just be like walking around the city asking people, "How am I doing?" Yeah, you know, yeah. like you you don't see fucking De Blasio doing that. You certainly do not. You, and you, he, he won't even ask that like speeding by yeah. in his motorcade of SUV on his to way go, to on his way to Park Slope yes, to go to the YMCA to travel twelve miles to Park Slope to sit on a treadmill and then go home and say that he works out, quote-unquote. Yeah, quote-unquote. To stay connected with the neighborhood, if, I swooped into a yeah. YMCA for five minutes, <laughs> then left. Yeah, if, if, you haven't, you. if you haven't read it, you got to find uh, Ed Koch's Mayor Culpa, which, which is a, a joke on the uh, Latin phrase, mea culpa, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a great book about being the mayor, and, and, and it's very honest, and he admits a lot of mistakes. Um, but Ed, Ed Ed was great, uh, but he was he was homosexual, and it was well, not. He says that he wasn't, but he never married. And who cares? Did he not? I thought he did. He not come out? I don't think he ever came out. He said really, he, and if, if I remember I, listen, right, it's he been said a while. He was straight. So yes, I mean it's been like fucking twenty years. Or it's no. been a while, man. It's Jesus been a while. Christ, no, thirty. We're getting oh old, man. Oh yeah. my god, we're talking like thirty-five years. Joe and I, both, both the people sitting here have gray hair. So we're, yeah, we're yeah. when when we say a couple of years ago, we're we're probably talking about nineteen ninety-four. <laughs> you know, yes. Dookie Dookie just came out, and uh, that new band, The Offspring, they're not too bad. Um, no, they are. They're actually terrible. There's only one good Offspring song. Jennifer lost the war. It's on the first Epitaph Punkorama CD. There's no other good. There's no other good Offspring song. Speaking of Epitaph, today I was scanning old print photos. This has nothing to do with anything. I was scanning old print photos, and I have photos from 1998 Warp Tour of nice. Rancid. And I'm yes. like, what do I do with these fucking photos? I have no idea. Anyway, I have them. It was awesome. I got press passes for. Um, warp tour that year by sending the guys at Epitaph a ba uh, bag of cookies. I think the guy's name was like Jason, their PR guy. I was like, Jason, the PR guy. If you're out there, that was cool I of think you. That was the name. I was like, Hey, dude, if you get me, give me breast passes, I'll interview your guys and I'll send you a box of cookies. He's like, Oh, sure. He didn't think I was gonna send him a box of cookies, but I sure as fuck did. There you go. <laughs> I, I was watching a, I was watching a show. No, when when Joe and I were coming up. I was I was anti rancid because to me rancid was like a Clash cover band, yeah. and the the Clash are my favorite band, so I felt like assaulted. But I I was not into rancid, but I was watching the show on Netflix. They have good songs. I'm not like that anymore. Uh, I was watching this show on on Netflix um, with this Asian guy who does fashion, and he goes to Japan. And he talks about his whole episode on punk fashion. Sorry, we're slightly distracted by the fact that the feral cats that are here all darted in different directions and hopped on a tree. So now I'm acting like a cat looking around, yes. like, who's coming? Are the cops here? There's a wave. 
<laughs> this, this podcast has been invaded by a wave of feral cats. If, uh, if you don't hear from us after this, who knows? Anyway, so there's a... I can't think of the name of the show, but if you go to Netflix, it's on there. It's about fashion. And this the guy goes to Japan. The episode that's about punk leather jackets. It's about leather jackets. And the guy goes to Japan, and he talks to this dude who's got a mohawk and the whole nine yards. And he got into punk and got into punk fashion and, and wearing, like, the studded jacket and everything else from And Out Come the Wolves, <laughs> Rancid's 1998, 1999 album? Not, not 98. 98, 98 yeah, 98. Yeah, And Out Come the Wolves. Right. They were, like, supporting that on the tour. Mm. And what was amazing to me is I have never heard... Like, that made me feel about 278 years old. <laughs> to hear someone... Someone's first experience with punk was Rancid's, yeah, like, right. third album? <laughs> like, yeah, like, like not, not even... We're not even talking about the first one with the pistol right. on it. That's not the, right. That's not right. <laughs> That's, I mean, whatever, whatever, you get into it, how you get into it, but it was... Especially that gener... Like, that 90s kind of generation were a lot of kids that way. Yeah! I was... I had to do, like, a group interview with... It wasn't Tim Armstrong. It was the guitarist whose name I forget from Rancid. We had Lars to do Fredrickson. This, yes. We had to do this whole group fucking interview with, like, ten other fucking people because yeah. everyone wanted to fucking talk to Rancid. I talked to the specials after that yeah um i asked him i, I was uh, uh roddy byers i was talking to the guitarist yeah and he, i was like roddy radiation i was like how many guys have you uh how many people have you like had come up and like want to like interview today he's like seven no you're like two you're second and last yeah guys. i'm like yeah oh. people don't know who they are which is funny because tim armstrong always says that the specials are his favorite band yeah. and that was when they had come out with that today's specials covers album and they didn't have um, uh, the Jack singer. They yeah. did, well, they didn't have the keyboard Neville player. Staples? No, Neville Staples was in that one. Uh, they didn't have the singer, uh, and they didn't have the keyboard player that wrote all the fucking songs. Yeah. Uh, and the funny thing was, when I saw them, they played last year on my birthday, which was amazing, uh, at Terminal 5. Um, which was basically like a fat old guy reunion. Um, that was hilarious. There were people. I saw people I know. I saw at New York Scott shows in the nineties. Yeah. I like. I know. I know. I saw, everyone knew everyone else. We just didn't know everybody's name. <laughs> I know you. Yeah. Like I remember you. Um, it was. Ho- I was gonna say. Terry Hall and Der- Jerry Dammers. That's who we're. That's who we're thinking of. The the keyboard player and the singer from the specials. Indeed, indeed. But so. they were not on that '98 reunion when they did today's specials. They they no. they were not involved. But everybody else was. Roddy Radiation, Neville Staples, uh, John J B Bradbury. Pour some out. Unfortunately, he left us. And uh, Sir Horace Gentleman, the bass player. Um, it was everybody else on that one. But yeah. Yeah, we're getting old when people yeah. were, were... Their first experience with punk is Rancid's and Out Come the Wolves. That's, or, or Green Day. I mean, that's... I mean, it's... it's Green, Green Day, Day is earlier 90s. It so. is, but it's basically Zeppelin now. Yeah. I mean, Green yeah, Day is the like Zeppelin. Nothing. No, it's it's inoffensive uh, um, 
yeah basic level stuff which is which yeah. is crazy to think about back in the day a song about masturbating on the radio was like what you what oh my god you're doing what and going blind <laughs> that's yeah i mean that's it it's amazing to think about this stuff and there, there's so i mean there's so many i have no idea what people are what you know the kids quote-unquote are listening to but it, it's amazing all of these like what is considered you know weird or offensive or or you know outlandish you know things like that it, it's all just normal now it is it's super normal People, things that would have blown up like back in the day are like ah you, you were considered I, a freak if you had like crazy colored hair mm. now everyone has fucking weird colored everybody hair. has colored hair everybody has colored hair i mean i you know we're, we're, we really should be in rocking chairs on a porch and yes get on my lawn get off my lawn you bastards <laughs> you've never heard suicidal tendencies Shut up! You don't. I just wanted a Pepsi. You don't even know who just that is. Pepsi. You know, and the funniest thing, and I'll stop here. I'll stop here. But but about six years ago, I went to see. I've seen the Dropkick Murphys on St. Patrick's Day three times uh, in Boston, uh, two thousand one, two thousand three, with Lars Fredrickson on his side project, Lars Fredrickson and the Bastards. And the last time I saw them was twenty eleven. And when I went in 2011, Life of Agony opened up, and that was amazing. Like, old-school New York hardcore band, mm -hmm. Life of Agony. There were probably 13 people in the audience who had ever heard of Life of Agony. No one knew what this was. <laughs> Everyone kind of politely clapped. I mean, go, go, to, go to Spotify right now and listen to you some Life of Agony. And then imagine people <laughs> politely clapping, like, what is this? Oh my God. That, so, that it was, was amazing, yeah. Those shows were where um, kids went in, like, 80s, 90s New York to go beat the shit yeah, out of everyone. each other. No, it was amazing. It, no, like, being a crime. No, people just stood there and were like, there were kids, there were kids, everybody, you know, they, they didn't know. So, uh, the dropships came out. And I was like, this is going to be amazing. And I was standing with a, a group of people my own age, and we were all just standing there like, wow. Like, this was the end. Like, it was clear that this was, you know, all capital letters, no longer for us. <laughs> like, this is, we have aged out of this business. This is, we are. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know, we have babysitters to talk about and, and you know, 401Ks and holy Jesus God. And the Dropkicks played three or four songs, and then they did, like, a quick, like, four-song Ramones-paced, no space between the songs, of all of their 90s stuff. Oh, uh, oh yeah. A fight started karaoke and, and, and things like that. Nice. And we just went bananas. I mean, you know, this, yeah. this, like, side group <laughs> of, like, 30 guys. Yeah. yeah. You know, people, you know, born in the, in the Carter-slash-Reagan years. And we, like, rushed to the front... And all of these these people just got out of our way. Like, oh my god, who are these people? And it was over. And they're like, all right, they went back to playing their other stuff. And one of the guys in the band was like, ah, like pointing down at us, like, ah, oh, we knew you guys would like that. And that was like, we should have left after that. Yeah. <laughs> that was what we, we should have left. 
It was like, like, oh, right, done. Oh god, oh motherfucker! Like we oh, are. Yeah, we're getting a little older. We got a little older. Tiny bit. I don't know. Like I, I a, I wouldn't know where the good shows are in New York anymore. If I did, I would probably just stand in the back with like humongous like noise canceling headphones to not lose my fucking hearing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I really, I, it's, it's the the last bunch of concerts I've been to have been like reunions of older bands. Um, I'm going to see the Plimsolls um, the end of this month. Um, like older bands and and I feel like that's like kind of more my speed I guess like I don't I don't like it. like I can't I can't get in the pit anymore man I used to but yeah. I can't no. I can't do that anymore I mean it was funny seeing the specials was was last year was pretty amazing because there was a there was a lot of there was a wide age range but that was more of like yeah, like people my age and older. I mean, I was on the younger end. There were a yeah. lot of people who remembered them from the '80s and were there the first time in the '50s. But it, people were all just like, it was great. It was it was obviously like pure yeah. nostalgia. But it was amazing that I I I mean, they broke up when I was three. Yeah. So that was it was you know if uh, if you were my age and you were there, you were somebody like Joe and I who came up in in the third wave of ska. Uh, yeah, but we were and yeah, but it was right. We learned at the thing. time. We learned at the time, and it was amazing to talk to people like that. And and everybody remember, you know, I can't tell you how many times standing in the line for beer, somebody said, "Man, you remember that night at the Wetlands?" Or you know, like some venue that had not existed since Clinton was in his first term, and and you know, I have I somebody someone threw out. Um, the the moon ska annual oh my god yeah, yeah someone someone mentioned that i mean it was that line for wow. beer i should have recorded that line for beer <laughs> that must have been uh, a, it was an amazing one. historical oh, document of just just standing in line 